Current Affairs Today's Headlines, 1st July 2021. Contents, Hyde. India. Economy and Corporate. World. India. SC directs NDMA, National Disaster Management Authority, to issue norms for financial help to kin of COVID victims. Google India publishes its first transparency report in accordance with the Information Technology, Guidelines for Intermediaries and Digital Media Ethics Code, Rules, IT Rules, 2021. KV. Samput Kumar, 64, editor of Sudama, reckoned world's only Sanskrit daily, dies. AFSPA, Armed Forces Special Powers Act, extended in Nagaland for another six months by Home Ministry. Cabinet approves more between India, Gambia on refurbishing personnel administration and governance reforms. Economy and Corporate. Cabinet approves Rs 6.29 lakh crore relief package announced by Finance Minister to support pandemic-hit economy. CCEA approves revamped distribution sector scheme for power DISCOMs worth over 3 rupees lakh crores. Bharat Net Project, Cabinet approves 19,041 rupees CR viability gap funding for implementation through PPP model. Cabinet approves extension of Atman Ibhar Bharat Rojga Yojana, ABRY, for another 9 months till 31st March 2022. India's external debt surges to USD 570 billion as of March and 2021, RBI. India reports current account surplus of 0.9% in 2020-21. COVID-19. World Bank approves USD 500 main loan to support India's informal working class amid pandemic. Tourism losses could cost world $4 trillion in 2020 and 2021. UN report. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman, US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen discuss global minimum tax. India's core sector output in May grows 16.8% year-on-year on low base. Indian Navy signs pact with Bharat Electronics Ltd to develop emerging technologies. World. US House of Representatives passes bill to remove statues honoring those who upheld slavery or backed the Confederacy from the Capitol building. Rebel fighters in the Tigray region of Ethiopia recapture regional capital Makal. International Asteroid Day observed on June 30th. International Day of Parliamentarism observed on June 30th. Niti Aayog recommends privatizing UIIC. Key points. This recommendation was made in the backdrop of government's goals to maneuver forward with new public sector enterprise, PSE, coverage for Atmanirbar Barak. Niti Aayog prompt that general public sector insurer should be thought of privatization within banking, insurance coverage and monetary providers sector. These sectors have been categorized as strategic within PSE coverage. Coverage proposes for minimal presence of government-owned corporations in strategic sectors and privatization. Concerns. Decision to privatize United India Insurance Company is being criticized by All India Insurance Employees Association, AIA. This is because government had earlier decided for merger of three public sector general insurance companies. It has given up these plans and now is pushing for privatization. AIA is demanding government to revive its plan for merger which would bring economies of scale and benefit national economy and weaker sections of population. Background. Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman had announced in budget speech of 2021 about central government's plan of privatizing two PSBs in fiscal year 2021 to 2021 along with one general insurance company. United India Insurance Company Limited, UIIC. UIIC was incorporated as company on 18 February 1938. In India, general insurance business was nationalized in 1972. Under the nationalization process, UIIC subsumed 12 Indian insurance companies, four cooperative insurance societies, 
Indian Operations of Five Foreign Insurers and General Insurance Operations of Southern Region of Life Insurance Corporation of India. Function of UIIC. It provides insurance coverage ranging from bullock carts to satellites. Company is a pioneer in taking insurance to rural masses with large level implementation of universal health insurance program by central government and schemes like Vijaya Raji Janani Kalyan Yujna Tsunami Jan Bima Yujna and National Livestock Insurance etc. Bulletin, Facebook's new publishing tool. Key points. Bulletin will be providing support focused on content creation, monetization and audience growth. Bulletin was launched in the backdrop of popularity of Facebook's local groups and pages. Popularity of such pages has revealed that people are hungry for locally relevant, longer-form content produced by expert and authoritative voices. Thus, Bulletin would help these creators and unify Facebook's other existing tools with something which could directly support great writing and audio content ranging from podcasts to live audio rooms. How Bulletin will work Each Bulletin creator will be provided with website under their brand and they will be able to customize their publication's name, logo and color palette. Creators will have the option to customize their articles with multimedia embeds and different styling options. It will help in connecting with more audiences with new and diverse voices and enable them to go deep into topics they care about. Bulletin content can be distributed in Facebook news and other discovery surfaces in order to help audiences easily find it and subscribe. It will comprise of tools to distribute podcasts, long-form writing, externally hosted podcasts and additional audio features etc. Bulletin will be integrated with Facebook pages to enable publishing across different multimedia formats. About Facebook. Facebook is an American multinational conglomerate, founded by Mark Zuckerberg. It is based in Menlo Park. California. It was founded originally as thefacebook.com. It is a global social networking service and one of the world's most valuable companies. It is among big five companies of US along with Google, Apple, Microsoft and Amazon. It has acquired Instagram, WhatsApp, Jiffy, Oculus and Mapillary. It also has a 9.9% stake in geo platforms. Report, 1 billion tons CO2 to be removed by 2025 to meet climate goal. According to a report released by Coalition for Negative Emissions, CNE and McKinsey, projects in development will remove only some fraction of the amount of carbon dioxide, CO2, from air to meet the 2025 climate change goal. Highlights. About 190 countries have signed Paris Agreement which seeks to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. But the report highlights, even with pledges of big reductions in emissions several scientists believe removal technologies will be needed to meet this goal. Key findings of report. As per report, Goal of keeping global warming within Paris Agreement target of 1.5 degrees Celsius cannot be achieved without action to deliver 1 gigaton GT, of negative emissions globally by 2025. Report highlights, countries are required to remove a billion tons of CO2 from atmosphere by 2025, if Paris target is to be met. This targeted reduction would require to be further increased by more than 1 billion tons annually. According to the report, current pipeline of projects in development could only remove about 150 million tons of CO2 by 2025. Concerns. Scaling up the technology would lead to lower costs and an average cost of 30 to 100 pounds per ton of CO2 removed by 2050. Removal technology is expensive. Many countries have initiatives in place to put price on CO2 emissions nut prices are far too low to incentivize new projects. Negative emission projects. As per report, negative emission projects include bioenergy with technology capture and storage carbon emissions. Technology to directly capture and store emissions from air and natural climate solutions such as afforestation. First voyage of Green Freight Corridor 2. Ministry of Shipping launched the maiden voyage under Green Freight Corridor 2 on 30th June 2021. Key points. Green Freight Corridor 2 is a coastal shipping service. Voyage was launched from Cochin Port to Bayporay and Adhikal ports located in North Kerala. Why voyage service was launched? First voyage service was launched in line with ministry's plans to improve connectivity and synergies between major and non-major ports by promoting coastal trading. This step is also aiming to create intermodal and sustainable customer solutions, improve use of waterways, cut road and rail traffic and Cut logistical expenditures. 
about the first voyage service. First voyage was inaugurated by Moes Mansukh Mandavia. It was inaugurated under the service operated by Mumbai-based Round the Coast PVT Ltd. This newly launched service will connect Cochin with Bayporia Hikal in the initial phases while Kolam ports in Kerala in later phases. Vessels will ferry load from Cochin to Bayporia and Adhikal twice in a week. What commodities would be ferried? Service would be used to ferry commodities like rice, salt, wheat, construction material, cement and other from Gujarat to Cochin port. From Cochin port further transportation will be carried to other Kerala ports by waterways. While returning voyage will ferry commodities like plywood, textiles, coffee, footwear. Cochin port or Kochi port. It is a major port on Arabian Sea, Lakukadiv Sea and Indian Ocean Sea route in Kochi city of Kerala. It is one of the largest ports in India. It is also the first transshipment port of India. It lies on two islands in Lake of Kochi namely Willingdon Island and Vallapatham. International Container Transshipment Terminal, ICTT, part of Kochi in port, is the largest container transshipment facility in India. Cabinet approves Bharatnet PPP model. Union Cabinet chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi approved for revised implementation strategy of Bharatnet under public-private partnership mode on 30th June 2021. Key points. Project would be implemented across 16 states of India. Under the revised proposal, Bharatnet will now extend up to all inhabited villages beyond Gram Panchayaks, GPs. Revised strategy also includes creation, upgradation, operation, maintenance and utilization of Bharatnet by concessionaire. Concessionaire will be selected by competitive international bidding process. Estimated maximum viability gap funding that has been approved for Bharatnet PPP model is 19,041 rupees crores. Cabinet also approved the extension of Bharatnet to cover all inhabited villages in remaining states and UTs. Department of Telecommunication will separately work out on modalities for remaining states and UTs. Which states will be covered? States covered under cabinet approval include Kerala, Karnataka, Rajasthan, Punjab, Himachal Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Haryana, West Bengal, Madhya Pradesh, Meghalaya, Assam, Manipur, Mizoram, Nagaland, Tripura and Arunachal Pradesh. About 3.61 lakh villages including Gram Panchayaks will be covered. Bharatnet PPP model. PPP model will leverage efficiency of private sector for operation, maintenance, utilization and revenue generation. It is expected to result in faster rollout of Bharatnet. Selected private sector partner is expected to provide reliable, high-speed broadband services in accordance with predefined services level agreement, SLA. Extension of Bharatnet across all inhabited villages with reliable, quality, high-speed broadband will help in accessing better e-services offered by central and state government agencies. It will be easy to assess online education, telemedicine, skill development and e-commerce etc. Advantages of Bharatnet PPP model. It will enable use of innovative technology by private sector provider to consumers. It will provide high-quality service and service level to consumers. It will bring about faster deployment of network and quick connectivity for consumers. A system of competitive tariffs for services will be enabled. It will provide services on high-speed broadband including OTT services and multimedia services. It will be easy access to all online services. CBSE and PCI launches financial literacy curriculum for students. Central Board of Secondary Education, CBSE, and National Payments Corporation of India, NPCI, have partnered to introduce a financial literacy curriculum for students of Class 6. Financial Literacy Textbook. It was launched as part of new elective, financial literacy, subject which will enable students to understand basic financial concepts at preliminary stage of their education. This textbook covers crucial topics with respect to financial awareness. It comprises of teamwork and basic financial concepts of banking, security and modes of digital payments including cards, UPI, wallets, and more. It highlights about the origin of banking, transition from coins to paper money, types of banks and other operations and services carried out by banks. It also highlights the significant role of RBI and GOI in promoting digital payments movement from currency, banking, savings and investments to advanced concepts such as UPI, IMPs, USSD, NASH, MPOs, QR codes, and ATMs. It covers all that a child might find very useful at later stage in their life. 
It also elaborates the role of UIDI and importance of Aadhaar and Aadhaar Enabled Payment System, ABS. Another course by NPCI. NPCI is also been working on course content development with CBSE for Standard 7 and 8. What was the need? The new education policy, NEP, emphasizes on need of nurturing a digital mindset among students. This book will help in meeting this objective of NEP. Purpose of textbook. This textbook focuses on overall digital payment system. It is a small module on financial literacy which will educate students on finance from an early age. It stresses on growth of money and refers to skills root. New TDS rules from July 1st. A new tax deducted at source, TDS, rule is coming into effect from 1st July 2021. What are those new rules? Under the new rules, non-filer of income tax for past two financial years will be subjected to higher taxation. TDS or TCS will be charged at double rate specified in relevant provision of income tax act or 5%. Provisions of this section will be applicable to TDS deductions on resident payments including shareholder dividends and service payment to vendors rent. However, it will not be applicable on salary, winnings from lottery or crossword, horse race, trust income and cash withdrawals. Such non-filers will be a higher tax deducted at source, TDS, and tax collected at source, TCS. Higher tax will be levied on them if such tax deduction will amount to 50,000 rupees or more in each of past two years. Who will enforce these rules? Central Board of Direct Taxes, CBDT, has introduced a utility tool called Compliance Check for Section 206 AB and 206 CCA to enforce these new rules. This tool will ease compliance burden of tax deductions who will use this functionality to identify non-filers. This functionality is already functioning on reporting portal of income tax department. Benefits of the tool. Tax deductor would be able to conduct a single pan, permanent account number, search or bulk search with the help of compliance check tool. For a single search, deductor can get income tax return filing information about specific person on portal. This information can be downloaded in PDF format. Tax deductor can also get bulk search involving multiple pans. To enable this service, tax deductors and collectors would be required to check functionality of pan of vendor from whom TDS is to be deducted. UN Report on International Tourism According to the report by UNTAD and UNS World Tourism Organization, WTO, international tourism arrivals are set to stagnate in 2021, except in some Western markets. Key Findings of Report As per report, stagnation would result into losses of $2.4 trillion. It highlights, tourism sector is not expected to rebound fully until 2023. It underlines, COVID-19 vaccination and certificates are key to restore confidence in foreign tourism. Vaccination will provide a lifeline for several countries including small island states which rely mainly on tourism sectors to provide jobs. According to it, international arrivals plunged by 73% in 2020 from pre-pandemic levels in 2019. It resulted into estimated losses of $2.4 trillion in tourism and allied sectors. Report expects for certain recovery in second half of 2021 at least for North America and Europe. Three scenarios for 2021. Report has set three scenarios for 2021 showing international tourism arrivals forecast to decrease by 63% to 75% from pre-pandemic levels. It will cause losses of about $1.7 trillion to $2.4 trillion. World Tourism Organization, UNTU. UNTU is a United Nations specialized agency to promote responsible, sustainable and universally accessible tourism. It is headquartered in Madrid, Spain. UNTU is the leading international organization in the area of tourism, promoting tourism as the driver of economic growth, inclusive development and environmental sustainability. It offers tourism sector leadership and support in order to enhance knowledge and tourism policies across the world. It encourages implementation of global code of ethics for tourism in a bid to maximize contribution of tourism to socio-economic development. Official languages of UNTU include Chinese, Arabic, English, French, Russian and Spanish. RBI report, India's current account surplus of 0.9% of GDP in flow Y21. As per data released by Reserve Bank of India, RBI. India has reported a current account surplus of 0.9% of GDP in the financial year 2021, flow Y21, amid the COVID-19 pandemic.
In 2020, it has reported current account deficit of 0.9% in flow Y20. Key findings of report. India's current account deficit has increased to USD 8.1 billion or 1% of GDP for March quarter in 2021 as compared to the surplus of USD 0.6 billion or 0.1% of GDP in 2020 for same period. India reported a deficit of 0.3% in December quarter of 2020. As per RBI, current account balance reached into surplus territory because of sharp contraction in trade deficit to USD 102.2 billion from USD 157.5 billion in 2019 to 20. Net invisible receipts were low in flow Y21 because of an increasing outgo of overseas investment income payments and decrease in net private transfer receipts. External commercial borrowings by India Inc. recorded an inflow of USD 0.2 against 21.7 billion in 2019 to 20. India witnessed an accretion of USD 87.3 billion to foreign exchange reserve on balance of payments basis. Current account deficit in March quarter was high on account of high trade deficit and low net invisible receipts. Private transfer receipts, representing remittances by Indians employed overseas, witnessed increase of USD 20.9 billion. It was higher by 1.7% from 2020 level. Net outgo from primary income account, representing net overseas investment income payments, increased to USD 8.7 billion. It was USD 4.8 billion in 2020. FDI and FBI. Net FDI was USD 2.7 billion during March quarter of 2021 as compared to USD 12 billion in 2020. Net foreign portfolio investment, FBI, increased by USD 7.3 billion. Net external commercial borrowings to India decreased to USD 6.1 billion. Elon Musk's Starlink to provide internet globally. According to Tesla and SpaceX chief executive, Elon Musk, Starlink was on track to provide global internet coverage. Starlink has over 70,000 users across 12 countries, presently. Key points. He underlined, SpaceX is ready to spend about $30 billion to expand Starlink in a bid to cover 5 lakh user mark in next 12 months. Starlink will provide an internet network, everywhere except the poles. Startlink uses SpaceX's satellite power to provide broadband internet service. It uses 1,500 SpaceX satellites in lower orbit currently but Elon Musk has planned to increase the numbers to 12,000. What is Starlink? Starlink is high-speed, low-latency broadband internet which delivers initial beta service domestically as well as internationally. It is a satellite internet constellation, constructed by SpaceX to provide satellite internet access across the world. Internet constellation comprises of thousands of mass-produced small satellites in low-Earth orbit, LEO. These satellites communicate with designated ground transceivers. The cost of project to design, build and deploy a constellation was estimated to be at least 10 US dollars billion. SpaceX Satellite Development Facility. This facility has been established in Redmond, Washington to house Starlink research, development, manufacturing and orbit control teams. Background. Development of product was started in 2015. Two of its prototype test flight satellites were launched in February 2018. In May 2019, more test satellites and 60 operational satellites were deployed. SpaceX's capacity. SpaceX can launch up to 60 satellites in one go. It aims to deploy 1,584 of 260 kilograms spacecraft to provide near global service by late 2021 or 2022. It started a private beta service in northern United States in August 2020 and public beta in October 2020. Google publishes report under new IT rules. Tech giant. Google released its transparency report on 30th June 2021 in compliance with the IT rules. Key points of transparency report. Transparency report was published as India tightens its stand against Google for its new IT rules. As per Google, it received a total of 27,762 complaints in April 2021 while number of removals were 59,350. Google is the first global tech companies to publish its transparency report in compliance with new information technology, guidelines for intermediaries and digital media ethics code, rules, 2021. 
This is the first time Google will publish a monthly transparency report in accordance with new IT rules. About 96%, 26,707, complaints received by Google deal with copyright issues. About 1.3%, 357, complaints deal with trademark. As per Google, some complaints or requests may allege infringement of intellectual property rights, while others claim violation of local laws which prohibits types of content on grounds of defamation etc. How report will be published? According to Google, to allow sufficient time for data processing and validation, it will maintain a two-month lag for reporting. In upcoming reports, data on removals as a result of automated detection and data related to impersonation and graphic sexual content complaints will also be included. What does new IT rules say? According to new IT rules, digital platforms with over 5 million users are required to publish periodic compliance reports every month. New IT rule. Central government has notified the Information Technology, Intermediary Guidelines and Digital Media Ethics Code, Rules 2021 in February 2021. This rule deals with social media and over-the-top, OTT, platforms. Rules were framed under Section 87, 2, of Information Technology, IT, Act, 2000. As per new rules, Resident Grievance Officer will be appointed under Grievance Redressal Mechanism and content on social media platforms will be monitored actively. Social media platforms are required to publish monthly compliance reports for Indian users. Also, authorities in India can ask these platforms to identify origin of any message. Cabinet approves 3 rupees TRN outlay for power reform scheme. Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs, CCA, has approved a 3 rupees and 3 paise trillion power distribution company, DISCOM, reform scheme on 30th June 2021. Under the scheme, centers share will be about 97,631 rupees crore. About DISCOM reform scheme. It is a reforms-based result-linked power distribution sector scheme. It will be applicable till 2025 to 2026. It was announced in Union Budget 2021. This scheme subsumes programs like Integrated Power Development Scheme and Dindayal Upadhyaya Gram Jyoti Yojana. Scheme comprise of a compulsory smart metering ecosystem along the distribution sector, from electricity feeders to consumer level. It included some 250 million households. Funds provisions. Under the scheme, funds will be released to DISCOM and will be subject to them to meet reform-related milestones. Who will implement the scheme? State-run Power Finance Corporation, PFC, and Rural Electrification Corporation, REC, have been nominated as nodal agencies to implement the scheme. Why this scheme was launched? This scheme was launched in order to improve operational efficiencies and financial sustainability of all DISCOMs or power departments. However, it does not include private sector DISCOMs. Financial sustainability will be provided to them on conditional basis in order to strengthen supply infrastructure. Financial assistance will be based on meeting a pre-qualifying criterion and upon achievement of a basic minimum benchmarks by DISCOM. Aim of the scheme. Scheme was launched with the aim of bringing down India's average aggregate technical and commercial loss to 12 to 15% from current level of 21.4%. It also seeks to narrow deficit between cost of electricity and price at which it is supplied to zero by the year 2024 to 25. It will also provide reliability and quality of power supply. Fin Min to issue appreciation certificates to GST payers. Union Finance Ministry has decided to issue certificates of appreciation to over 54,000 GST payers. Why certificates will be issued? Certification of appreciation will be issued for timely filing of returns and cash payment of tax and to mark 4th anniversary of historic tax reform goods and services tax. About 66 crore GST returns have been filed so far. This was possible because lower rates have helped to increase tax compliance. As a result, GST revenues have increased and have been above rupees 1 lakh crore for 8 consecutive months. Background. GST had subsumed 17 local levies such as excise duty, service tax and value-added tax, VAT, and 13 cesses. It was implemented on 1st July 2017. Thus, to mark the completion of four years of GST, it was decided to honor taxpayers who have been a part of GST success story. Data Analytics Exercise 
Data analytics exercise was undertaken by Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs in order to identify taxpayers who have made substantial contribution to GST in cash as well as filed for returns on time. About 54,439 taxpayers have been identified. Who are those taxpayers? About 88% of the selected taxpayers are MSMEs, 36% are micro, 41% small and 11% medium enterprises who were involved in supply of goods and services. Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs, QBIC, will issue certificates of appreciation to these taxpayers. Who will send these certificates? Goods and Services Tax Networks, GSTN, will send out certificates of appreciation to individual taxpayers by email. Andhra launches IT policy for 2021-24. Andhra Pradesh government has launched its new AP Information Technology Policy 2021-24 on 30th June 2021. Key points. New policy was approved by State Cabinet chaired by Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy. This policy is expected to generate more than 55,000 jobs in next three years. In order to implement the policy, a robust and holistic business environment would be created. IT, Electronics and Communications Department would also be transformed into Revenue Center in a bid to achieve self-sustenance. It will also create 1.65 lakh indirect employment and ensure a holistic ecosystem development. Policy will be enforced till 31st March 2024. States Revenue Andhra Pradesh will earn a revenue of 783 rupees crore in 10 years in the form of various taxes through this policy. Direct employment is also expected to infuse over 2,200 rupees crore year. It will thus lead to overall growth of economy through multiplier effect. Key provisions of new IT policy. New IT policy links the incentive disbursement to realization of committed direct employment which ensures transparent and effective utilization of public funds. It offers end-to-end -end support for startups like plug and play office space, access to investors, and mentors, funds through venture capitals and private equity firms. How it will be implemented. Under the policy, government will establish incubation centers and organized hackathons and workshops for startups. Government will also establish an IT Imaging Technologies Research University in Vishakhapatnam in order to develop state as leading contributor to national talent pool in IT and other emerging technologies.